It's the supernatural hour. Hello, everyone. This is Bishop E.O. Ansa, General Overseer, Kingdom Life Ministry. This is your hour of healing, deliverance, restoration, and breakthrough. Remember, no problem is too large for God's intervention, and no person is too small for God's attention. Today, we want to deal with understanding the purpose of the anointing. Your key to breakthroughs. Understanding the purpose of the anointing, your key to breakthroughs. Hallelujah. So before we allow Prophet Michael to read, we see here that many charismatics confuse the word anointing. We talk of anointed music. We talk of anointed music. We talk of anointed sermon. We talk of anointed songs. We talk of anointed instrumentalists and we touch on several anointings some say Ruth's anointing Esther's anointing Rebecca's anointing Davidic anointing it feels as though the word anointing has been misconstrued and misunderstood And we've got to be very careful how we use the word anointing. Fire in the cupboard. It was you, my soldier on that battlefield. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. to deliver the word of God in fact the book of Jeremiah chapter 3 the verse of 15 God was speaking and said and I will give you pastors according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding knowledge is key so the Bible says the truth you know shall set you free. Amen. Mm. And you should understand that wisdom is the principal thing. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Amen. That is why we start with the word of God. Jesus said in John chapter 6, the verse of 63, he said, it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. These words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews 4, the verse of 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful.
powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, of the joint and marrow. It is the designer of the intents and purposes of the heart. Hallelujah. Amen. So today we want to deal with the purpose of the anointing. What is the anointing and what is its purpose? We know from here that the Holy Spirit, the agent of God, the third person of the Trinity, the power that was sent by God to planet Earth through Jesus Christ, that spirit has an assignment. So on Monday, we dealt with understanding the person of the Holy Spirit. Tuesday, yesterday, we dealt with understanding the purpose of the Holy Spirit. So the person, and then we came to the purpose. Today, we want to deal with understanding the power of the Holy Spirit. And in so saying, we know that the power of the Holy Spirit is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, in the Old Testament, Prophet Michael, God will allow the anointing of kings, priests, and prophets. They will be anointed with oil and then it will signify or show that they have been set apart. They have been consecrated or anointed to signify the presence of God on their lives so that the favor of God rested on them. You remember in 1 Samuel chapter 16 when prophet Samuel was going to anoint King David. Hallelujah. David was anointed with oil in the home of prophet Samuel and the moment he was anointed the Bible said the spirit of the Lord rested on David from that day. Kindly read for us 1 Samuel chapter 16 the verse of 3 and then the verse of 13. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 3. I read. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I name to you. So God is instructing prophet Samuel to go to Bethlehem in the house of Jesse who has sons, eight of them and David is one of them. And God is saying whoever I mention to you you will anoint. As of now, I won't tell you who to anoint. Jesus, my God. Verse 13. Uh-huh. Then someone took the horn of oil. Go ahead. And anointed him. And anointed him. Who was he? David. David. Go ahead. In the midst of his brothers. In the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward. So from that day forward, the spirit of the Lord came upon David. Why? He's been anointed. And he's been set apart by God through the prophet Samuel. And if you read Psalm of 89, the verse of what? You will also see how David was speaking of himself and said, I have anointed 
David, my servant, with the holy oil. Are you ready to read that? Psalm 89 verse 20. Go ahead. I have found my servant David. I have found my servant David. So God must find a man. Jesus. God must find a woman. My God. Who is pleasing before his side. And God will put his oil on that man. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord will begin to move in the life of that person. Amen. I have found my servant David with my holy oil. I have anointed him. I have anointed him with my holy oil. But in the New Testament, we see a small shift of paradigm. Something defines the anointing that makes us know that this is God's anointing on a person. Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 4, the verse of 18 said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bruised to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord which is the year of jubilee the question is who anointed Jesus my God. We, we see here no prophet or no priest anointing Jesus Jesus was anointed by God spiritually are you here with me that is why his name Messiah means the anointed one in Hebrew and then the Greek is Christos which means the anointed one hallelujah so Jesus was anointed by God and Acts chapter 10 the verse of 38 proves what I am saying. How how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and destroying all the works of the devil for God was with him. Hallelujah. The proof that Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit is seen in his works that he did. He destroyed the gate of hell. He destroyed the powers of darkness. He healed the sick. He caused the blind to recover sight. Jesus walked on water. He performed miracles to prove that the anointing of God was upon him. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So wherever the spirit of the Lord is, the anointing must be. And wherever the anointing is, it is proof that the spirit of God is present. Give God some praise in the house. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Jesus now makes us aware that all the anointings in the Old Testament was placed on him by God. The kingly anointing, the priestly anointing, and then the prophetic anointing were all resting on Jesus Christ. Mm. And he stormed this world and was doing the works of God, destroying the kingdom of darkness and saving lives from the hold of Satan. That is how we should also 
should be. And so when you read First Corinthians chapter of 1 verse 21, read it loud and clear and let's see whether we also are anointed who have faith in Jesus and who have accommodated the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. First Corinthians chapter 1 the verse of 21. For since in the wisdom of God. For since in the wisdom of God. The world through wisdom did not know God. The world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message. So now read for me Second Corinthians chapter 1 21. Make it Second Corinthians. Let's zero in on the word of God. And it is go ahead. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. Second. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. Uh-huh. Now, he who established us is with you in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And has anointed us in God. God bless you. So, here we see Second Corinthians chapter 1, the verse 21. Now, Paul was speaking and it is God who establishes us with you in Christ Amen. and has anointed us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this is very important because in the charismatic setting, people feel that some specific people are anointed. So, are the anointed bishop, the anointed prophet, the anointed pastor, the anointed singer. Many believers don't know that they themselves are anointed. Amen. It is important for you to know that you've been set apart by God. You've been consecrated by God. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord lives in you. And as long as God has granted His Spirit to live in you, it implies that the anointing of God is upon your life. So you too are anointed. Amen. Amen. There are lots of errors in our teachings. And I pray to God that as pastors, we study to show ourselves approved unto God. Workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And when you don't know you are anointed, you will be acting ignorantly. You will be begging for what you yourself can pray for. Oh my God. There are some members who visit other places. They themselves that are seeking for help, they are more anointed than where they are going to seek the help. But they don't know that they are anointed. But the word of God reveals to us today that you too are anointed. But when you don't know you are anointed, you will act like you are not. You will speak like that. And the devil likes it that way. When you don't know that you are anointed, I am anointed of God for the task that has been set before me. So my anointing may carry details with it that may be different from your anointing. But we are all what? Anointed for specific tasks. Therefore, the New Testament definition of the anointing or what the anointing is, is the outpouring of God's power from the Holy Spirit to accomplish 
accomplish a particular task or to accomplish a task through Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Amen. I say that again. The outpouring of God's power from the Holy Spirit to accomplish a task through the anointed one who is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So that is the definition of the anointing. It is the burden removing yoke, destroying power of God. So the anointing works alright and the Holy Spirit is the one that releases that heaven's energy called the anointing which is the highest power in the universe. Anointing released by the Holy Spirit to accomplish a task is more potent than any form of power in this life. Mommy, water power cannot compare. There is no psychic power. There is no juju power. No witchcraft power. There is no power on earth that can compare with the anointing power from heaven. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit releases. Now before we close this session to bring more light to what I'm sharing, let's ask ourselves some four vital questions which in answering will bring or throw more light to the subject. Number one, what is the difference between the Holy Spirit and the anointing? Hallelujah. You must understand that it is the Holy Spirit that produces the anointing. The Holy Spirit is a person but the anointing is not a person. So you can use the pronoun he for the Holy Spirit but for the anointing you can use it because it is active force, it is energy it is power oh hallelujah and I can prove that to you because when you deal with the anointing you must understand that it is the product of the Holy Spirit at work And if you don't know that, you will call the anointing Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And that is how come that sometimes when people fall under the power of the Holy Spirit, we say Holy Ghost, see, see, look at Holy Ghost. That is not Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That is the anointing at work. Oh, somebody help me preach this gospel. So Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Hallelujah. And Paul once upon a time said something he said my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power so that your faith may not rest on human wisdom but on the power of God so he acknowledged both the Holy Spirit and the power the Holy Spirit produces because he knows that these active powers are at work whenever he speaks. Is someone getting this? When the angel Gabriel visited Mary in Luke chapter 1, the angel brought Mary news that you shall conceive and bring forth a son. His name shall be Jesus. He shall be great and will sit on the throne of his father David. And then Mary asked, 
but how can this be? Mary asks, but how can this be? Because I'm a virgin engaged to a guy called Joseph. We have not yet slept together. So how can this be? And the angel said, I'm about to give you heaven's formula of turning impossibilities to possibilities. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High shall overshadow you and that which was impossible shall be possible. You see the formula? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, there will be release of power. So he said, the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. I can put it in another way for you to understand. The power of the Most High shall overshadow you when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Hallelujah. That is why in Acts chapter 1, the verse of 8, you shall receive what? Power. After the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So the Holy Spirit releases what? Power. And that power is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God, we give you praise. Question number two, to throw more light on what the anointing purpose is. How does the Spirit of God operate? Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord operates on the Word of God. The Spirit of the Lord does not operate in a vacuum. What do I mean? If there is no word, the Spirit of God can be present, but you will see no release of anointing. You will see no release of power. Oh, in the creation story of Genesis chapter 1, Bible says, and God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. Now, hear me, the earth was without form, formless, void. It means empty and darkness was there. So formlessness, emptiness and darkness. These are the things troubling us in life. But the Bible said, and the spirit of the Lord was hovering upon the waters. The moment God saw that the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the waters, what did he do? He spoke and said, let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. So the word of God was spoken for the Holy Spirit who was already hovering over the face of the deep in the midst of darkness, in the midst of emptiness, and in the midst of shapelessness. That spirit now had the opportunity to turn darkness into light. Hallelujah. And formlessness into form. And then emptiness into fullness. Why? The word of the Lord was present. So whenever you sense the power of the Holy Ghost in any place, you must remember that it is time to declare the word of God. Because when the word of God is declared, the Holy Spirit will have something to work with. Hallelujah. When you pray according to the word of God, the Holy Spirit will have something to work with. Hallelujah. And there is a music that 
carries the word of God, a song that is word infested, the Holy Spirit will have something to work with. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, what is the difference between unbeliever song or secular song and Christian song? The Holy Spirit will move over the Christian song whose lyrics are based on the word of God because he has something to work with. Hallelujah. Oh my God. But when you are singing Abriwaha, the Holy Spirit does not have anything to work with because he works according to the word of God. No wonder the Bible advises us. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Why? Because when the word dwells in you richly and the Holy Spirit also dwells in you, there will be spiritual operation right within you according to the word of God and you will live a life of miracles, signs and wonders. Somebody give God the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Point three, and then point four, I'll be through soon. What is the effect of faith on the word? It's important for you to know that when you have faith in the word, anointing power is released. Amen. Your, that's why many times Jesus said to people, your faith has made you whole because you believed in me who is the word of God. So when you believe in Jesus and you believe in his word, a rima word, a specific word, you will be assured that the anointing will be what released. The woman with the issue of blood had serious blood flow that no doctor or Herbalist could tackle, no psychic could tackle it. But when she said in her heart, If only I may touch the hem of his garment, the hem of the garment of Jesus signifies the word of God. Amen. If only I make contact with the word, if only I exercise faith in the word, I shall be made whole. And of a truth, when she made contact with the hem of Jesus' garment, virtue from Jesus flowed out to touch her life and she was healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. What is the anointing responsible for? The anointing is responsible for miracles. Hallelujah. The anointing has the purpose of turning impossibilities to possibilities. Removing yokes and removing burdens. The anointing is here even as I'm speaking right now. Hallelujah. Because my speech and my preaching is not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Holy Spirit and of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Therefore, somebody will be healed right now. Somebody will be touched right now. Somebody is having a turnaround. It's the supernatural hour. Hello, everyone. This is Bishop E.O. Ansa, General Overseer, Kingdom Life Ministry. This is your hour of healing, deliverance, restoration, and breakthrough. Remember, no problem is too large for God's intervention, and no person is too small for God's attention.